Welcome to Nerdables episode 405. This episode we discuss Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, which by the way, there will be spoilers for. We also discuss the Spider-Man trailer in depth and break it down a little bit. And we also talk about What If. It's a marvelous Sunday morning. So episode 405 will be called Sunday Brunch with Marvel. Welcome everyone, I'm R.A. Joining me are Chris and Ethan. So, Shang-Chi, 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 Shang-Chi. But see, here's the thing. And the we more talking, that you go into that, the more racist you sound. The, we were talking about this. The spelling of it is Shang. The way that you read it as yes, an American China. reading English, yes, it's yeah. Shang. And Marvel always called him Shang-Chi. From the 60s when it was old white men making the comic, yeah. yes. That that those words pronounced with a Asian accent is Shang. Yes, and so that's what they've decided to go with is Shang Chi. And the reason I bring it up this way is because it shows you how Marvel Studios is progressing and pays very close attention to every aspect of the culture that they're making with Disney that film. itself has an entire division devoted to making sure that yes. they make items that are content for Asian markets. No, I get that. When you have one seventh of the world's population in one country, you start to kowtow towards it and people are going to say, we're so woke and all that. No, it's money. It's right. all money. Why do you, ref why do you have an extra scene in Iron Man three? Because you're telling an entire country in China you get to see a different film than everybody else. Yeah. Exclusively to China, we've got this extra two-minute scene or whatever. But when you look at international numbers. Why do you think they numbers? made Mulan? Oh, they sure. Didn't, they didn't sure. make Mulan for us. They made Mulan for the Chinese audience. Then the Chinese like, no, we don't like the story. <laughs> it's like, damn it. Well, the, the American audience also didn't like the story. <laughs> no, kind of rebelled against it because of where they filmed it in China. Uh, but no, it, what I it just, it the shows The funny you. thing with this is, is everyone's talking about this like this is new. No, I understand. But no, hold on. <laughs> honest movie, tra honest trailers did this for Transformers 4 and it's not a lie. That's why these are so good. Sure. There's so much stuff in it where they talk about the fact there is no reason, none at all, that the last act of Transformers 4, Eve of Crap, should take place in China. Right. And yet it does. Why? Because they wanted to sell that movie in China. Well, when you look at international numbers, the international number, the majority of that is a Chinese release. Mm -hmm. Russia's the same thing. Russia has a very big market. Yes. It's nowhere near as big as as China or even just the Asian market as a whole between China, Japan, Korea, um, Philippines. The Philippines, yeah. But it's still very large. And right. so we see none, none of these movies use Russians as the bad guys anymore. There's no way you're making... Remember, remember that one film that they used? Technically, Black Widow did. See, he's a rogue Russian guy. Yeah. But um, that last uh, Tom Clancy, the one that, that uh, Chris Pine did. Yeah. Just a single movie. That's not happening today. No. The bad guy's a Russian banker. Well, now it might. Played by Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> I love that. I'm like, Kenneth Branagh's a Russian banker? Okay. Since the 2016 election, it might happen a little bit. Yeah. But... It's, but no, that it'll be a Russian not, because again, politics has nothing to do with it. No, I understand. I'm and that's the thing is, 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 but that's what people got to understand is you're appealing in entertainment 
in big entertainment to the lowest common denominator. So yes. why are we? Why do we have all these films that are woke? Guess what? That's what our culture is now. Right. Whether you like it or not, you can be an old fuddy-duddy that gets up there and says, I, I, we can't have all these stories about minorities and women. Yeah, you do, because minorities and women have money. Yeah. Well, we were talking about this with High Republic, that not so much that they're discussing relationships between same sex or same species or inner, you know, within species, that it was more so that in the old EU and most Star Wars books, you didn't have a lot of quote-unquote relationship discussions. I mean, there, a, there were a few. You had a decent number of them. The difference, that the other thing that you have to understand is the creators that are writing this stuff are much younger than we are. Sure. So they're people that have grown up in a culture that was progressing rather quickly. Mm -hmm. How quickly did we go from having laws in all 50 states that you couldn't have same-sex marriage to having the Supreme Court say, no. Right. Fairly, relatively, to the progress of time, quickly. Yes. And how accepting that's been. How much... Well, in the last it's not 15, easy. 20 it's years. It's not easy. It's not easy. But it is easier to be gay in America today than it was even 10 years ago. Right. Um, there's still a lot of... Way more to go. I'm not saying that it's... <laughs> even, you know, even hey, everything's fine and everything. But it is easier to be gay in this country now than it even was 10 years ago. Even in high school, it is. Easier yeah. to be. No, whatever it is. Younger. And those creators, when everyone talks about agendizing, it's not agendizing. When you're a creator, you can't help but bring your own experiences as a person. If the culture you grow up in has a much easier time talking about race relations, uh, same sex, gender fluidity, that's going to be reflected in your writing. Right. I... I, I most creators don't sit down like, okay, I got to have a gay character. All right. I got to have a black character. Okay. I need to have an Asian character. They want to write. I want to write a gay character. Yes. I want to write a black character. It's not an agenda in the idea that we have these scared white people, scared old men going, oh, the agenda's coming. They're trying to teach our kids that, that being gay is okay. Being gay is okay, you idiots. Right. Like, that's not a problem. Um, it, and so as we're pushing back on some of this and we're, we're, we don't understand the motivation for it. Motivation is always money. Sure. No matter what it is. I don't care if people, it's art. It's the, it's always money. Don't pretend that a movie theater really cares about giving you art. Right. A, a music, the company, movie theater, the, the movie company, but the production of Disney does not give a crap about giving you art in consider of what we consider art of something like that just exists for itself. Right? Sure. It's all has to be paid for. Now they do have subsidiaries that they do have subsidiaries that do, but the reason they do is because people will pay for. It. Oh sure, no doubt. Nobody there, makes there's it, a financial. Nobody yes. sets out to make the movie going. God, this is gonna bomb. Right. You know, it ends up happening. You may get to the point where well, you're Kevin Smith, maybe. Uh, but even Kevin Smith is making that for no, a market that he expects to pay for it. He's not giving away Tusk for free. Right. He still told you to pay for it. No apologized. matter where you are and what you're making, you're not setting out for it to bomb. Now, you may get halfway through and realize we spent a whole lot of money and we don't have anything worthwhile. Right. So we need to finish. You're, you're pot committed if you're in poker. Like, well, I might as well finish the hand at this point mm -hmm. because who knows? You may get something that's crap that makes money, Transformers 4. So understand that all of this is is motivated by money as much as you have that director like oh i want to bring my vision of this and this no you want to make money you want right. a company to pay you to bring your vision to the screen well, it's, it's, music is the same thing remember 
Taylor Swift can talk about all of the, oh, I make, it's art and, and this and that. She makes sure she gets paid for all of her music. Yeah. She's fought against digital streaming forever. Mm-hmm. The idea Until she could buy it back all the rights to all exactly. of her songs. So she's gone after restaurants. She's gone after everything. Music yeah. In the oh, restaurant yeah. that mm-hmm. play her songs. Mm-hmm. So. so it's not art to throw it out the window. Everyone's here to make money. What's and, this, but it's funny because uh, we were just watching Ted Lasso on Friday. And he goes to see a therapist. And he's talking to the therapist how she doesn't really care about you know her clients or anything like that. And she charges by the hour, but the session's only 50 minutes. And she looks at him and goes, well, you're a coach. Would you coach for free? And he says, yes. And she goes, but you don't. Yeah, they all say that. Right. It's just like <laughs> being a sports fan. Um, like right now, as a Colorado Avalanche fan, our Vesna caliber goalie went to Seattle in free agency mm-hmm. for $6 million. More than oh, nearly twice what he made for Colorado. Right. And there was a guy on one of them says, I feel so betrayed that he left. And I'm like, you're not turning down $6 million. Right. It's like, oh, but people turn down $6 million all the time. No, they don't. But you do have you do have, you have guys that will take that discount. Nathan McKinnon is one of the three best players in hockey. He plays yeah. for the Colorado Avalanche. He's up next summer. He can start negotiating his deal. He should make anywhere between $13 and $14 million a year. He's already stated he's not going to take that max deal. And everyone's come out and like, oh, yeah, he's going to take like $6 million to stay. No, he's still going to get paid 11 or 12 Right. He's just turning down like 2 or $3 million because at the end, What's the difference when you're talking into the tens of millions? Jared Weaver did this with the Angels in the 90s, early 2000s, when he fired his agent, signed the deal with the Angels, sat in the press conference, and they said, why'd you fire your agent? He's like, they offered me $90 million. Yeah. What else do I want? You know, how much money do I actually need? Where his agent was trying to get him like a $120 million deal, he signed for 90 because he's like, when you, once you get to those numbers, they're not real. So right, the old, the but, you, but you do have Kate sometimes McKinnon playing as Senator Warren. Here's the thing: money doesn't exist. It's just a computer moving numbers, like it doesn't count. But you do have, you you do have situations where you'll have. Well, let's go with acting for for instance. You'll have an instance where an actor may say, "I really like what you're doing with this project." You know, especially if it's a smaller project. Just go ahead and you know, forfeit my salary towards the production and just allow me to be a part of it. I mean, we mentioned Tusk a minute, but it's very rare. We mentioned Tusk earlier. It's always an actor or an actress. Well, I guess we're just using the word actor now. Uh, It's it's always an actor that's still okay. Sure. It's not, you know, you're not going to turn down getting paid because like, oh yeah, I really want to be a part of this film. Um, You're not. If it it was something that would give me some exposure. If acting was your profession, obviously you have... You have money in places. Right. The exposure thing is also BS. Stop saying exposure. But get it, paid. It, 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 if you're going to do something and you're going to do, get paid for it. But if there, there is, but there, there is a chance that, like, let's say it's a project to get it end up in Sundance or something bigger, then yes, you may. But go, again, yeah. well, the stories that we get, because the thing is, is when you turn down your salary, it's because you deserve that salary. Sure. So. Clark Gred doing that black and white movie or whatever he did, people having a wine party is because Clark Gregg had a contract with Marvel and it's like, I've got money. Right. I, I mean, I mean, I, I, I've got TV money. I got, I don't have to get paid for this. Right. He still got paid for it. He got paid less than what he was worth. I mean, you mentioned, you mentioned Tusk earlier. Johnny Depp did Tusk basically didn't for nothing, but 
it gave his daughter a chance to be one of the stars of the show or the movie. Yeah, Johnny Depp lives in a different universe. Right, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp has enough money to buy an island. Literally did. Did yeah. So that's again, you know, when when Garth Brooks is like, oh, I didn't get paid for my last album. Garth Brooks owns like a small country. Correct. It's amazing when you think of how much money he has. Yeah. J.K. Rowling can come out and be a complete troll, and everybody can hate her. Doesn't matter. Right. She has enough money to never do anything ever again. They talked about someone like Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos could lose something like $80 billion and still have more money than anybody else on the planet combined. Yeah. That's that's not real. That's, that's just, what is he that? He can almost pay for the budget for the country for one he year. He can. It was, they've talked about the fact he could pay for something, something like that, where he could pay. Oh, that's what it was. He could pay off all of the student debt in the yes. United States and still be the richest person in America, the richest person in the world, by double. Right. He'd still have double the amount of money and net worth. And still make it back by else. the end of the year. Yeah. And that's that's where you're just like, what are we doing? Right. We're talking about money. You think he's really going to do that? No. No. Because money's the motivating factor. Right. For everything. That's going to be it. Or it's or, or even, hey, it's a, I've made so much money now where my grandkids, grandkids, grandkids don't have to worry about money. So I'm going to stop making money from Amazon and let the next person in line start making money and let it trickle down. You know, I know that's socialism, basically. It's but not going to happen. It's and not going to happen. The, that's, that's the corporate mentality. You can never make less because as soon as you do, everything, everybody thinks you're a failure. Right. And then you go straight down. And then it makes your, yeah, it so makes Shang-Chi. all your numbers start. To, yeah. <laughs> Shang-Chi appealed to the Asian market. But no, the reason I brought up that whole thing was because I know that, you know, Disney does have a department now that specializes in making sure their films are cultural, culturally Culturally, correct. <laughs> it's culturally. early. That's not a word. Culturally, yes, it is. Is it culturally? Yeah, I'll give it to you. Okay. Um, but I mean, Disney was accused of it. You know, seventies, eighties, early nineties, of not always being. True. Oh, watch their old stuff. It's terrible. Oh, I told you. Yeah, tell there's you. a reason some of that stuff isn't on Disney Plus, but or it is with a warning. Marvel. Studios has not only gone out of their way, but they they excel in making sure that if they're doing Black Panther, it's true to the culture. Well, it's also getting, getting is, the right people to be the heads of your projects. Sure. That's you know? where Marvel excels. That's where, That's they where excel Marvel Studios, as I've said, what Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios excel at and Avi Arad before him, is to find the right people for their projects. Mm-hmm. John Favreau, the Russo brothers. Um, Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh doing... Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler. I was always like, oh, the, the gentleman that did Black Panther. Ryan mm-hmm. Coogler's perfect for mm-hmm. um, James Gunn doing yeah. Guardians. Mm-hmm. Now you look back on like, who else would make that film? Right. Who the hell else would you hire to make that film? And they then- got one wrong in, in Ant-Man. Well, I just was going <laughs> to say... Having mm-hmm. Eric Wright not do Ant-Man... But, but the, here's here's the thing. Edgar Wright, excuse me. It may have not been... Edgar Wright may have been perfect for Ant-Man when they were originally yeah. doing it, but he may not have been right for him after they like, started. They've gotten it right a hell of a lot better than Lucasfilm has. They've gotten it right better than any studio has. And it's the, you're never going to see this. I mean, again. what are we, 25 films now? We're 25 films in without a single dud. Yeah. Without anything that is can be considered a commercial, a commercial and... Uh, financial. Uh, Finance, well, commercials the financial, but 
But nobody hates any of these films. Right. There are people that don't like Dark World. There are people that don't like whatever. whatever. But well, the DC fanboys hate that's, them That's the thing. Is it, is, I'm discounting those. That's, in DC, you have people that love DC films, still hate Batman versus Superman. That's still another reason Suicide why Squad. WWE fits really well with Universal. Uh, oh, no, because I, I was thinking of Warner Brothers. It's they Warner fit Brothers. really be- really well with Warner Brothers because DC fans are just like WWE fans. It's They're so... I, I don't want to say they're so blinded by that they can't look they're at anything else. They're very narrow-minded because it's either that product or nothing else. Right. People that enjoy Marvel films usually enjoy Marvel films at the very least. Like, you know, I, I saw an ad the like a few days ago for a Blu-ray release for Justice League, the Zack Snyder cut. I was like, Blu-ray release for that? Yeah. It's on your streaming service, for God's sake. And so I'm, I'm looking at it, and I was like, you know, I didn't hate it. I mean, obviously, you know, looking back at watching both of them, both versions were okay. Zack Snyder's did give you a lot more information, but it was also twice as long. So, yeah, I mean... You Zack d- Snyder's it was, cut was It's done. better... But it's at what cost? Do I have to sit in, in a movie theater for four and a half hours mm-hmm. to get a story where if he could have done a better job at condensing it down to give you Zach the same Snyder story? Condense any. But no, the other know, thing is, saying, other thing is, when you have something like that where you are specifically putting this out for the fans that hated it and able to go back, it's like you're looking at your Yelp review after the reviews have been come out and then fix your product. To, to continue forward to what the, the, the Yelp reviews yeah. were. That's what this movie is. Zack Snyder's thing is, is yeah. so far off the grid. The point is for Marvel is to say, if you're a Marvel fan, if you're a Marvel Films fan, you have likely enjoyed all of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No other franchise can say that. Right. Star Wars fans hate Star Wars films now. James Bond fans, there's a bunch of stinkers in that. Oh, sure. DC fans, same thing. Like you can, I, I love Shazam and Aquaman, but boy, that first Suicide Squad is garbage, mm-hmm. absolute garbage. With Marvel, remember all the way back for that first Ant Man film when we're recording, and my review of that film was, it's a Marvel film, right? And I didn't mean it in a negative way. The idea of like, look, you're gonna go and you're gonna have a good time. Now there's a ton in there. We're 24 films that we've seen now or whatever that's been released. And I said at that time, remember, you know, there's like a top 12, 12 to 13 that I'm like, boom, they're right there. Click. And then there's a couple towards the bottom. And anything past that, like first 15, I said, if you told me I could never see this film again, I'm not going to be that upset. Right. But it's also if you're saying, yeah, let's watch Ant-Man tonight. Yeah, sure. I'm still going to enjoy it. Nothing else is like that. Mm. If you're telling me we're going to watch Star Wars Episode Nine, I'm going to tell you, no, we're not. We're, well, we're but it's do even, something else with our time. It even goes beyond their movies. It goes to Marvel Television, too, has not... I mean, the only one that people really want, eh, I don't really like that, is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It still lasted five seasons, six Agents seasons. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., again, is a different thing because it wasn't really run by the MCU. Right, and, and I, I'm not necessarily meaning by the MCU. I'm just talking about, in, in you know, even in, when you look at the TV series, because there's a lot of people that with DC, you know, go, I like the DC TV shows better than the films. DC does a great job with television, but they're you know their films. Know they do a great job with television. But Marvel, even still, even even if you don't count them as MCU, they still weren't canceled after you know it wasn't Firefly that was canceled after thirteen episodes. It wasn't you know it, these continued on until they they had their completion. Yeah. When I talked about Eternals, is something that I'm not like super excited about. 
I still wasn't saying I'm not going to go see it. Right. I trust Marvel to give me an experience that's worth going to a theater to see. Mm-hmm. Now, I may only go see it once. Walked out of Black Widow and said, okay, I'll watch that someday. Right. Walked out of Shang-Chi and said, that's good. I'll see it someday. But I'm not, you know, racing to go back mm-hmm. like I was with Winter Soldier, Infinity War, Thor right. Ragnarok. Um, the first Avengers. Iron Man of the first Avengers. Yeah, so... And some of that, I think, is once you get to a certain point, I'm like, look, it's going to take a miracle to replace Winter Soldier at number one. Oh, sure. It's going to take a miracle to replace Infinity War, mostly because as the 20th something film that is very hinged on all the films I've seen before, Mm -hmm. there just isn't another Marvel movie that's going to come for another decade that's going to have that same type of impact. So there are these type of qualifications for all these different films. And Marvel's done a very good job of understanding what Infinity War was, what Avengers was, right? versus like what Ant-Man was. Ant-Man wasn't, oh, Galactus is coming and Ant-Man has to stop him. It's right. the end of the world. Like, there's too many that are the end of the world. I think that's one of the suffering of Shang-Chi is like, oh, it's an end of the world story again. You know? But it takes place in a different dimension. It doesn't matter. It's an end of the world story. If but- that gate falls... Spoiler alert for everybody. We're going to talk about sure. some of the details of Shang Chi. If, if that the gate, gate falls, falls and we he all goes, die. he goes. Yeah, they, I mean, they tell you if he get if he gets uh, the gate falls and he gets out of the dimension, he will continue or the the dark it's the end of Earth. Right, he's going to kill everybody. So it? you got to stop him while you're still in the other dimension. Yeah, you just got to stop him while it's still in the water. Right. <laughs> well, he's in he's in our dimension when he gets stopped. He gets killed in our dimension. No. Yes. No. No. Talo is a different. Technically, in a different um, dimension because they have okay. to go through that portal in the forest, remember? And it takes it's a, just a forest, though. It's not and really then it portal. flips upside down, you remember? The landscape flips upside down. Good for the landscape. You know? So, it, it is it's another dimension. It is another dimension. They mentioned that. Um, it's still an end of the world story. It's still an end <laughs> of the world story. And all the comics are about him punching people. So, right. it's very different than the, the only thing that you if could you have come said in, was, If you're reading the 70s stuff for Shang-Chi, let me tell you, you walk into that film like, oh, this is di- this is different. And that's what, but you've been saying that's what Marvel needs to do. I said that Marvel, yes, get away from trying to do the exact stories that you've done before. Right. Flip up the villains. That's what I really liked with this is the idea that the Ten Rings, which is the Mandarin, mm-hmm. Iron Man foe, Avengers foe, is used against Shang Chi. I was like, that's perfect because right. it fits. They've they've taken two pieces from the same culture. The classic culture that, that the comics have, Shang-Chi is a character from East Asia. Mandarin is an, a character from East Asia. Uh, the Ten Rings for the Mandarin, that whole organization is in China. They take those items and put them together, mash mm-hmm. them up. That makes sense. The, this all, to me, that start of really Winter Soldier, well, it makes total sense for Natasha and Steve to work together. Correct. So, boom, here it is. Yeah. You know? Um, so that, yeah, that's the kind of Marvel does a great job with everything mattering. You know, we've seen elements, you know, from Iron Man two that everybody went, that doesn't work. That's not right. You know, why did you use, you know, why, why, why did you use Ben Kingsley as the, as the three? Oh yeah. Iron Man three. Why'd you use Ben Kingsley as, as the Mandarin? You know, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. You know, then of course they put out the one. Well, that was the thing. That was the only thing in that movie that was a surprise. Right. When people hated it, I'm like, that was the best part. Right. To figure out that, that it was such a misdirection because we knew um, uh, Killian was going to be the bad guy as well. If you read the comics, he's a terrible human being, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So we know he's going to be a part of it, but you think he's working for somebody and it's, no, 
he's working for Mandarin's working for him, and it's an actor. Yeah, and it's an actor who has an Academy Award. <laughs> but that's the other thing with Marvel does it. Boy, they get the right talent. Oh, totally. You have ben Kingsley in a goddamn Sean Cheever. But ten years later, here we are, and it paid off. You know, yeah, and it paid off in a very interesting way. Well, yeah, I didn't know. It's it's what not even it? paying off. It's just using that character again. Yes, and that's the the this is where. The problem with killing characters too quickly. Mm-hmm. Oh, claw. sure. Oh, yeah. There's no reason to kill him. Yeah. He would have been perfect. Killmonger. You're, you're telling me... Killmonger, I understand dying. Because Ronin. really, where do you go from there? Um, Ronan could be... I think if they thought they were going to do Captain Marvel and make it a space movie, they yeah. wouldn't have killed Ronan. Uh, but or had killing the Claw fantastic is... Fantastic coming and everything. Ugh, killing Claw is still one of the biggest mistakes. Mm-hmm. You're going to take... Uh, uh, oh my God, Andy Circus. Thank you. <laughs> You're gonna take Andy Circus and remove him from any chance of being in a film yeah. again, really. Well, now that we got the multiverse, I guess you know all rules are off. Someone just goes over like, "What is this? Oh, this is Earth 618." Boom! Andy Circus is back in our universe. Look at that. Yeah. Do, 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 do. But that's that's way you can fix it and make it make sense by fixing it. It's not fixing it. That's the thing. Is once you've done it, you've done it. You don't fix it. You decide to come up with an excuse as to make to well, do what you should have done in the first even, place. Even Quicksilver, with with the mm-hmm. you know the Quicksilver that they brought into uh, WandaVision. Yeah, I mean that was brilliant. It was perfect because it was such a swerve. Yeah, everyone's like, "Oh my god, they're perfect!" Nope, just an actor who happens to look like. <laughs> it's like that's awesome. Your name is Boner. Your name is Boner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean. Um, no, Shang Chi. They did a great job with doing this. Um, I also do like the explanation that when when Wu, it's his father's name. Yes. Yes. Okay. So when Wu makes the explanation, is like, you know, talking about the the whole thing with the Mandarin, and he's all like, "No, why am I named after a piece of fruit or something? Like, why why did they give me this name?" And well, like I also love the fact whole he says that I've had many names. And they do show him sitting in the chair with the ten ring banner behind him with long hair like the Mandarin would have. Yeah. And, and it's in the green robe just like what the Mandarin would have. And that at some point in history, he had that image of, you know, that, that Mandarin. Well, he starts, the, yeah, he starts the organization. Yeah. But the ten rings are his organization. So right. That's where you, 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 the ten rings that you see as an actual organization in Iron Man, in Ant-Man. Mm. Is his organization? Yes, this criminal organization that he and they started. say that it expanded throughout the, the yeah. globe. Yeah, so he's all over the place. Um, so Shang Chi is a. It, it, I like Shang Chi a lot. There are people that I mean, it's getting great reviews all over the place. People are saying it's fantastic. It's really, all I really know good. is when I was sitting there watching Trevor in this, I wanted to lean over, lean over to you guys and go, "I want a Korg and Trevor buddy film." That would a Korg film. That would be the most amazing <laughs> film. That'd be funny. Stepped on them, fighting on the bridge. I they're such say. great. I mean, those characters are very similar, and they they the, serve the, the, their the purpose. The one thing with Chang Chi, and I said it to you when we were driving to the bull. Every Marvel film now has to be Guardians of the Galaxy. It's got a bunch of cool music, and it's got all these funny bits and stuff that are there. But I didn't think a lot of stuff in Shang Chi landed. Until you got to Trevor's explanation as to why he became an actor. Yeah. <laughs> Only with Planets of the Apes. They don't, uh, they, 
They thought those monkeys had to act like they knew how to ride a horse. I was dying. And then the reaction to that's, everybody in the car. That's the yep. funniest. That was the funniest bit. The other pieces are there. Aquafina's fine. You know, the other she pieces. She was better than I thought a, she would be. Get a yeah. chuckle. Um, but I really didn't think a lot of the humor landed to me. No. Nothing that was like really like oh yeah that's fantastic. There's nothing that I like belly laughed at. But yeah, that was there's a lot said, of stuff that, that, that I did with Trevor though. That piece, <laughs> oh yeah, the Mandarin piece was uh, or the the Planet of the Apes piece was fantastic. I mean, it was just and that's kind of like Quark's sort of the same thing. Yeah, it's the things that he's saying because of the accent to some degree. It's the deadpan but it's humor. Just, yeah, it's just I mean like, the whole the whole idea of printing didn't print enough pamphlets. <laughs> no one showed up except my mom and my stepdad who hates me. <laughs> <laughs> so I got sent here, and it's like what? It's not like a circle. It's like a freaky circle. That's funny. <laughs> it's just so you have a thing with your hammer. The hammer got you off. The hammer got you off. It sounds like you and your hammer had a close personal relationship, and losing it is akin to losing a close personal friend. <laughs> it's like, that makes you laugh. It's so funny though, but it's, it's mostly because Taika's delivery is in, so perfect. In Freeman, Taika does that voice, and you're mm. like, oh my god. It's so good. Free guy, not free man. I said free guy. I said free man. I said free guy. You said free man. I said it again. Damn it. Free guy. Morgan, free man. That movie was so good, too. Um, Words we never thought would be spoken. Just like, I really want to go see Jimmy Fallon. (laughs) (laughs) What? Wait, what? You? No. No. (laughs) So we're walking out. Of uh, For my birthday, Chris took me to the ball. I got it. I can tell the story. John Williams. On Friday, we went to the bowl for John Williams. While we were leaving, there were two gentlemen next to us, and one of them said we should go see Jimmy Kimmel. And not understanding, I no, think that was the after start, they were talking about uh, trying to talk about Star Wars and stuff. I don't care about the Star Wars part. That's not the story. Oh, that was so bad. The story is one of the guys said, "I want to let's go see Jimmy Kimmel." It gets Jimmy taped Fallon. in Hollywood. Not uh, or, yeah, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. And I don't think they understood that Jimmy Kimmel tapes at like five in the afternoon. It's not mm. live. And someone said that. And then this other dude who was wearing a Return of the Jedi t-shirt or long sleeve or whatever, frizzy hair. He had a blue handkerchief in his pocket, which I think was supposed to be his mask, <laughs> said, oh, I want to I go see Jimmy Fallon. And I stopped dead in my tracks because I never thought I'd hear that statement. The only person who wants to go see Jimmy Fallon get taped is Jimmy Fallon because he's so full of himself. But those are the words. The funnier part was, was, it was said out loud. The funnier part was, as soon as those words came out of the guy's mouth, Chris is on Facebook. I just heard the crazy. But yeah, no, I had to put it on Facebook. I had to to record the idea. I I never thought I'd hear any single human being say. And then what was the next thing you heard? I want to go see Jimmy Fallon. Oh, I don't remember. There was something else because you were like, I can't believe in the same day that I heard that. That was was enough right there. Just the (laughs) Jimmy Fallon thing was... Oof. Um, were you surprised by the the end of Shang Chi? Of how much of a first of all, how Wu was used, Wong was used. Terrible with names. <laughs> I'm terrible with names. That when how Wong? Was I think used. the most interesting thing. Yes, at the end, you know, we have the, the the final battle, which was ruined in the trailer. As soon as he goes in the water, you know exactly what's going to happen. Um. And then the very end of it is Wong shows up at the bar and says, come with me because you were having to debrief them in a way. And it is, I thought that was really interesting because 
that there is not necessarily a, an exact protocol, but the idea that they're going to run into people, you're going to have people on Earth who are going to be affected in some way or, or, or whatever kind of comes out to be a hero. We know what the universe is now. We know that there's a, there was a demigod who got a glove who erased half of existence in the entire universe. When you have someone like Shang-Chi who was riding a dragon to defeat a soul creature thing, eat or death thing in another world, you want to talk to that person and you want to mm. make sure as he kind of says to, to him, you need to be ready because this isn't the last time you're going to do this. Right. You know, the Ten Rings still exist. As far as we know, there's some faction of Hydra somewhere. We don't know. Somebody else is going to be a bad guy. In there this. might be still AIM out there. Yeah. And so, you know, Shang-Chi is going to be the type of character that I think you're going to see in other projects. Pop I mean, we up. did see an extremist in this. So, they're, yeah, know, they could still be out there doing that. So that part I thought was very interesting in terms of the world building of the idea that someone mm -hmm. like Wong would, would seek out this sort of person. And in a weird way, he's kind of, you know, in, in, in Dr. Strange is the Sorcerer Supreme. You kind of get that feeling from the Spider-Man trailer too, that they've kind of taken over the job of protecting earth, right? That everything goes through them. What Black Widow was doing in Endgame as being kind of the head of this, intergalactic council of making sure that they the threats are being addressed. That seems to be a part of, you know, yeah. Dr. Strange and the sanctum and Wong and, and, and the matter of the mystic arts are a part of it. I have a feeling you'll see that in black Panther too, as that Wakanda takes a world, a position of power. Do you the think they're building of, to the Illuminati? Cause when I first saw Bruce, there, no, cause the Illuminati is something completely different. I thought I, I this idea is that the world, we've known there's been a world council. There's yes. been a world council since Avengers. But it wasn't heroes. No, it was a bunch of, this is what, at Endgame, the difference is that the world council is Black Widow. Um, uh, Rocket Raccoon. You know, Rocket, Captain Marvel, uh, War Machine. Okoye. Yes. And we've seen, I think you see part of that also in, in Winter Soldier, or not Winter Soldier, in, um, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier of uh, the idea that Wakanda has a pulse around the world now as right. like, we have to help defend this world from these threats, both foreign and extraterrestrial. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering that could be something that you'll see in Black Panther too, is this idea that Wakanda is a part of the, is a world leader, you know, kind of like the United States is the United States is whether we like it or not, is someone who keeps their eye on the rest of the world mm -hmm. and then makes, you know, two decade long wars out of it and then just runs away. But there's um, that, there's a lot of questions after that end trailer or end scene. You know, we have final end scene. Yes, I don't think there's a question at all. Ten Ring still exists, and his sister's a bitch. No, 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 <laughs> not excuse me, not not after that final end scene, the mid credit scene, when you get Bruce there instead of Bruce Hawk. You know, Carol grew out her hair apparently, so there it looks like some time has passed. Um, well, we know time has passed. We don't know how much, but we now we know there's a, you know, it seems like there's been enough for her to grow out her hair. I know that's a little thing, but then also the 10 rings have been around on earth longer than the thousand years that Chung Chi's father had them. Mm -hmm. Presumably they make it almost sound like they are connected to the Eternals. 
It's a possibility to connect to the Eternals, or at the very least, that they're extraterrestrial because they also don't have any elements that they're recognizing. But I think that's one reason why they had Carol there was that she was since she's been around the galaxy, she hasn't ever seen a metal like this. So it's something that predates civilizations throughout. Yeah, the, this is an idea the that universe. we don't know where it's from. Right, we don't know what it is. We but don't it's know much where older it came than, from. Yeah. So, but it's very old. Bruce was a surprise. Yeah, Michael, especially Michael with Ruffalo his arm hurt old. too. That arm ain't coming back. Like you snap that thing, it's yeah. not happening. So Bruce, as a human, is not going to be okay. That's what I'm wondering. Is if well, know, although let's let's face it, in that universe, he should be fine. Right. Someone's going to fix that. Sure. Maybe that's the end of Fantastic Four. It's like, hey, thing, yeah, dunk, just stab him with a thing, and he becomes human again. It's like, hey, Bruce, boom, arms fine. Yeah, that's right. I'm the smartest person in the entire universe. So it's. It's interesting where this phase four is going now, especially since, you know, we have, we know that Loki has screwed up the multiverse and now. Has he? I don't think it's him that screws up the multiverse. Well, Spider-Man does. If you want to get into the trailer. Well, that's the, 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 some people have made the, the, the implication that the moment that it gets screwed up, is the moment when they're facing the the, the Kang or whichever yes. whatever they call him, he who where he just kind of he just kind of stops and goes, oh, there it is. Yeah, it's not Loki and Sylvie that screw it up, but it all happens. Yeah, it all happens exactly at the same time. They happen to be in the Nexus at the time in which the Nexus goes haywire, right? And we get Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield back. <laughs> but yeah, it does seem like because we did we know that especially thanks to What If that. The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, and Thor all happen, or, yeah, all well, happen we knew Iron simultaneously. Man we knew, we knew Thor isn't and, it, isn't it, we knew Iron Man and Hulk were at the same time? Because wasn't it, in the background, was the Hulk fighting when? When, when Tony goes to see, um, um, when Tony goes to see Fury at the end credit, there you see in the background on yeah. one of the hollow screens. It's like the yeah, it's you like see the, the live the, feed of the battle at the right. college, right? So we knew those were taking place, and at we the know same at time. the very end of Iron Man two, Coulson's on his way to uh, New, New Mexico. Mexico, right? But they all happen within the same week or something, so they're right there clumped together. So it's very possible that you have, you know, Shang Chi happening at the same time as you know. Eternals, mm-hmm. or you know, or Black Widow, or something, which is cool. Because remember, the TV series can be in the same spot too. The only one that right. doesn't seem to be would be WandaVision. Seems to take place only weeks after yes. the final battle in Endgame, and these seem like again, we don't know for sure. These seem like there's more time. There's more, much more settling right in like Shang Chi that they can go to a bar in San Francisco and talk about. Remember when that dude got yeah. rid of everybody? That sucked. Yeah. All right, let's get a beer. Um, that feels different than where WandaVision seems like this is three weeks after the battle of New Jersey or whatever. Right. But see, here's the other thing is having them overlap each other helps out with, well, why couldn't Spider-Man come help us with this? Or why couldn't, you know, such and such come help us with this? That's the entire Marvel comic book universe. Right. Well, they're off battling in New York. When you, when, when you're watching the MCU and you watch Winter Soldier, you're like, Where's the phone call to Tony? Yeah. Hey, Tony. Yeah, it's Steve. What's up? So, check this. Uh, Shield is Hydra. 
Yeah. Well, right, I know. Totally. See, that's weird. Right? I'll see you in an hour, buddy. Click. And, you know, turn. and unfortunately, <laughs> those you can't say are happening together. No, that's the thing. Is you, don't, you don't explain Christmas. the other ones because you have, like, Ant-Man. That's the, the, the my favorite part of Ant-Man is, like, you know what's next? We call the Avengers. No, we don't. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up? Yeah, so uh, this dude, this cross guy, yeah, he's going to have, like, this suit. He's going to use it to, like, destroy most of the Earth or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. You're just going to go kill him? Awesome. But see you see, later. That end credits like 40 minutes into the film. But that one also makes sense too because Hank has such a problem no, with know. Shield that you have to you have to come up with excuses as yeah. to why this doesn't happen. And they do go to Avengers Compound, so you know that the, you know it's the same it's the same thing in all the the, the comic. Why doesn't the JLA fix the world? Right. You have to come up with excuses again in a, in a, in a in a universe that gives you Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Don't tell me cancer still exists. Right. Because he'll solve it. Yeah. Like, you can't tell me that he can figure out the, the negative zone verse and how to defeat the Galactus with a little toy gun in the ultimate nullifier, but he can't figure out cancer? Yeah. Like, he hasn't, he hasn't got rid of, like, the common cold cannot exist in the DC universe. Mr. Terrific didn't figure that out? Like, come on, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, or you, you know, you have to, there's you, so many things. To tell that. these stories in that way, you can't tell, you can't tell the story you want to tell in winter soldier with having iron man show up right you also can't tell that story without iron man without having at least some fans say why isn't iron man in this but that's that's why civil war works because they just have them all yeah why isn't thor and hulk here because they're on another planet like they're gone but i think it also makes sense not to put in a specific time of year you know don't make Mm -hmm. it christmas or something because if you just leave it ambiguous, do not tell Shane Black not to make it Christmas. <laughs> but if you leave it ambiguous, then you can uh, you can. I want to know if assume. Shane Black's house is just Christmas all year. <laughs> like you walk in in July, no, it's, and it's, it's just Halloween. Trees. <laughs> just like no, because he's he's he oh, every, every time, film is a Christmas. Every yeah. time the the tree starts to lose its needles, they just bring in a new one. Yeah. No, he's got fake trees all over. Ah, he's got to have real trees. No, he's got fake trees all over. Actually, you know what he does? He Probably just has a real tree plant. planted in his living room. Yeah. He's got like one of those arboretums and you know, like the houses oh, yeah. have those. You could do that. You just open giant, the window and it yeah. just smells like pine. Yeah. yeah. But all the trees in the house have got to be, you know, he's got a wreath on the door in July. <laughs> oh boy, he's got to be sitting there. Peppermint can't send I, yeah, I don't think, I don't think he can write unless he thinks it's Christmas. Right. That's, that's. Uh, but if you don't, if you don't put that in there, then you could have said, oh, well, you know, where Tony was dealing with X while Steve and, you know, and widow we're dealing with. You just kind of have to accept some of the time frames and the fact sure. that I mean that's the, the the Batman excuse in DC is always the fact that Bruce refuses to work with anyone. Right. Even though Superman could clean up that city in 4 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah. Like Flash oh, could run around and just grab everybody. He's got a, he's got an umbrella. I think I can handle that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, all these clues? Okay, the Riddler's in Dubai. It's, it's, you don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> Superman walks in Gotham goes you have how many heroes in this town and you can't stop one guy? <laughs> you know, there's like 10 different bats here and Robins. Just, you guys get together, go after the one guy, and you're done. You would then go on to the next one. Uh, so Spider-Man, multiple guys. Multiple we got the Spider-Man trailer while we were off last week. We finally got the Spider-Man trailer, which is odd. That everyone was bitching about, and then people were still bitching about the Spider-Man trailer, <coughs> which was odd because we were talking on the week before that, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they don't put out a trailer. You know, there, there, there's something. Maybe the trailer's not coming out until 
Eternals, and then sure enough, the next day, there's a fucking trailer. There's a trailer, um, which wasn't in front of. It was the only trailer in existence that wasn't in front of Shang Chi. <laughs> I know, right? Twenty six minutes worth of trailers. Oh, I know. Jeez. Seven twenty. I, I looked down They're at the like, watch. Hey, you've been away from the movies for a long time. Yeah. Let's show you what's coming. <laughs> I looked down at. We my, need you to come I back. I looked down at my watch when the movie actually started. And it was seven forty six. Wow. And the trailer yeah. started right at seven twenty, and I was like, "Wow, it's twenty six minutes." Yeah, no and but Spider Man was, and we not. didn't get Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> so I did watch it online again. It's ninety percent of the film. I was not wanting to watch it, and as soon as I opened up, it, I mean, it, it, you're never going to get away from no. This. That's the problem. You can get away with the one that's three weeks ahead. Yes, you know, I thought I could get away with not seeing the second Eternals trailer. We saw it before Shang Chi. Uh-huh. It does show you everything that the movie's about, and I'm less excited to see it now because I'm like, okay, now I know what it is. It's you know. Mm-hmm. It's a Marvel here's, film. Here's the yeah, it's a Marvel film. Here's the big bad guy, and they're gonna go beat him up. Um, but for Doctor Strange, or Doctor Strange, well, might as well be <laughs> Doctor Strange. I mean, as much as we complain that uh, Homecoming was gonna be an Iron Man film, yeah, this is a Doctor Strange. Oh, film. Oh, totally. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of Spider Men in it. It we see Doc Ock from the Sam Raimi verse. Uh, it's implemented heavily that. James Defoe, uh, uh, yeah, John James Defoe, James William William Defoe has a job. Well, it's either that or it's uh, who's the one from Amazing Spider-Man? No, the, they were saying it's not a Goblin in, in Amazing. Uh, James Franco. They were saying Franco might be. Oh God, oh. no! Franco won't have a job. <laughs> I hope not. I, I mean, you, well, dude, Franco is not working. Franco wasn't having a job for a while. We, now he's he's back working. We mm. laughed at that. Yes. Spider-Man three. That whole sequence at the end is a little. Oi, no. But uh, that is definitely the the goblin grenade from the Raimi films. Yeah. Yes, without a doubt. And the go- goblin laugh too. And the, yeah, Look, the laugh is there. I'm telling you, Jamie Fox is the only thing from Amazing Spider-Man that's going to be in that movie. Everything else is going to be the no. Raimi film Spider-Man. No, the I lizard. Have a feeling. Lizard, I, a lizard. I think yeah. you're gonna get a small piece of the lizard because the one of the. I also th- th- I think at one point because it's an armor, you don't even have to put Paul Giamatti in it. You're gonna see the rhino. Mm. Now again, we don't know how much of a pl- out of a role these play. They insinuated five see, villains in that. We may trailer. see. They're gonna give you the Sinister Six. Well, the sixth one would be Vulture. Yeah, it's gonna be in the film, right? They insinuated five different villains in there. Yeah, so you'll see the lizard. But again, you have no idea if you're gonna see them for more than half a second. Correct. Something like the lizard, you can see him in the background. It'll be interesting to see how much of a part this stuff is going to play and how much of it is really what No Way Home. No. What's the second Far From Home. Far From Home. Far From Nugent. The idea of an interdimensional threat. Now we really have an interdimensional threat. Alfred Molina's Doc Ock comes to our universe and be like, hey, I can do whatever I want here. This is awesome. Um, it, it was, you know, and, and Strange is very... <laughs> Strange is an awful Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> Ter- terrible. Don't touch it. He's Groot. He's baby Groot. Yeah. Whatever you do, don't touch this button. Now, which one are you going to hit? I am Groot? That's Doctor Strange. Whatever you do, don't play with this. Yes. You sure, Wong? You got it. Winks at Peter and like, all right, let's bring your girlfriend back. See, that's another reason why I think that they happen simultaneous because Wong is leaving with his suitcases. He could be leaving to go well, it seems, have it the seems, fight. Well, yeah, but you think there would be a lot. Whatever this Spider-Man is, is going to F up this entire oh, universe. Oh, totally. 
And so that's why I don't think they're simultaneous because the, the second half of Shang-Chi should be like, what's going on in New York? Oh, look at, oh, what the hell is that dude with the arms? Oh, this is crazy. All this stuff is happening. What? Oh, there's snow. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Um, snow? Well, he's in the snow at one point. This is that shot of Doctor Strange and like the, the, the snow is covering. It's the in the house. Thing. Yeah, it's in the house. So. Oh, uh, comfy, sna- uh, comfy strange. Yeah, where he's wearing uh, his his uh, coat and his sweatpants. Everybody's <laughs> like, "I'd love to, I'd love to cosplay this at a con because that's the easiest sweats one to wear sweats, sweats and a cape." Don't worry, it's it's not real for Peter Parker. <laughs> Get out! Oh, we're using our made up names. I'm Peter Parker, Doctor Strange. Oh, we're using, and then I'm Spider Man. Um. Beth looked at this trailer and she goes, I was so excited for this film. Now I'm not. Was there she goes, I'm I, still going to see it. She forgot. She knew that they had mentioned that Melina was going to be in it. Mm-hmm. She totally forgot that Doc Ock was going to be in it and had no idea about the Goblin. And she's like, they ruined it. I know which villains are going to be in mm-hmm. here now just by seeing you know the different frames that they showed. That's Remember, it's not the studio that, that cut Yes, the I know. Studio hires the company that cuts the trailer. Yes. Maybe the, the, like, here's the, the here's some footage. You know, go put it together. Ooh, hey. this will look cool. Wow, look at this. Electro's in this. No, oh, studios want feedback though. Maybe yeah, the they possi- should take more of an, an initiative to see what is being shown in these trailers to here's see if thing. it gives away. We're but we're we're the minority. Yes, right. that's the thing. Everyone just that's you know, the other factor. Brought of that it. up on YouTube. Please. Put it on repeat. Dropped their drawers and started whacking off to it like crazy. It was the fastest viewed, highest yeah. viewed trailer. And ever. everything from it after is people screaming about, oh, I can't wait to see this. It's so great. Doc Ock's in it. We're the minority. Yep. That's, the other that's factor the is being Marvel saying, well, we want to make sure people see this. So we have to show some something to incite them to come. But you're Marvel the- now. You don't have to do that. Yeah, Marvel doesn't believe that. as as we True. we say that, that because I've been and saying they, it since first Avengers. All they needed to do is show the Hulk roaring and say Avengers, give yeah. a date and say come. Well, well like I said, here, here's the, here's the, the the playing the devil's advocate for that side is look how many people were not excited for Eternals for that first trailer. Right? Like, what the hell is this about? After the second one, woo creature out of the water! I'm so excited now. Okay, like mm-hmm. that's it's it, it's a game of. People don't want to go into films not knowing what it is. Why do I love the Mission Impossible stuff? Because since like three, no idea what the plot is. I when still think in, that. I mean, you know the basic plot. Someone's going to blow up the world or whatever. I but. still say that if they had not shown Maul's saber in yeah, the Phantom Menace, that was the first one to say that. Much, uh, a lot more people would love that movie. Mm-hmm. The they would have walked out going, "Oh my god, that was I mean, amazing!" We, Did we you see that talk lightsaber? about it with Shang Chi? As I said, as soon as he gets knocked into the water, you yep. know what's going to happen. Because it's in the second trailer. Yeah. He, he sees the dragon underwater. Mm-hmm. So when he gets knocked, oh, okay, I know where, I know where this is. Mm-hmm. I know that's coming. So that's the problem is if, if you could restrict everything in your trailer to the first 20 minutes, it would be great. That's what like, I, right, I see. That's what I've also said before is pop those out. I, I've always said that you could take a trailer, make it your first scene from the movie and that be it. That's what Mission Impossible 5 did. Yeah. Him hanging off the side of the cargo plane is the first five minutes of the film, mm-hmm. and that's the whole trailer. Or you use it as your cold opening for the movie. Yeah, it's just it, again, it's just it's not going to change, and it's not going to do anything. And so I, th- I still 
contend, as I've done now for a decade, that this age of cynicism of people that really don't like the stuff that they like or they really like the stuff they say they don't like is because of trailers. Because you go see the film and you've already seen it. Well, it isn't a surprise. Why did we love the first episode of The Mandalorian? Because it was the best kept secret in truth. The best kept secret in all of Hollywood was that Yoda's species was in it. Mm-hmm. We had a baby from Grogu. We're sitting on that Look couch and watching it and you see those those two ears and you go, wait a minute. You see the that hand can't come be. Up. And, then, and then it flips and you see it, you're like, holy crap. We don't get that. Mm-hmm. Now it's, oh, look, we knew Alpha Merlin is going to be in this. We knew the ending of Sean But even Chain. Mandalorian with, with Luke Skywalker, they they tried, they made sure that that, that did, secret yeah, stayed. It's the same thing. So there's just one other piece that's, that's sort of, you know, but we knew every other character in season two. That's true. I watched the the gallery for the, they put out a new episode yeah, yeah, of yeah, Luke Skywalker, gonna... whatever. And then the whole time <laughs> when they're reading it and they're like, well, we put Plo Koon. Yeah. And I was like, even if that got out, people would be like, he was dead already. Yeah. Why would they put him in? Because you see him on I think screen that, get blown that, up in, in yeah, episode because, three. Because you'd be surprised how many people don't think that's true. Uh, yeah, I know, right? The, you put Plo Koon in it because it still has that conversation of, oh, this was supposed to be the surprise. Right. Like you wouldn't, right. you would never expect Plo Koon to show up. Like we had talked about when, when we thought someone would show that it could have been Ezra because as far as we know, Ezra's still alive. Could have been Ahsoka coming back. Um, but that was about it. Cause we're like, there's not a lot of candidates that you think would be in that moment or yeah. it's a brand new character. So Luke made the most sense as they say in the gallery, it was kind of, it has to be Luke. Um, but putting Plo Koon in the script was to basically keep the fact that keep it a secret. Yeah, yeah. if it leaked, I was like, you would leak. Because the same it. thing is, wouldn't you give like some random set. name or yeah. something like that? Like, why would you use a character that you know is dead? And you're like, well, I'm, that yeah. would that would stir up the internet in terms of yeah. like the rumor. Because then if someone says you're never going to believe who's in the final episode, right? You're never going to believe who's in the final episode. You read something that says Plo Koon's in the final episode. Well, that makes sense. We would never believe Plo Koon would be in the final episode. Mace Windu, we'd never believe he was. Mm. Oh, Luke. Okay. It's Paul Bettany's like the character that shows up in the last episode. You're never going to believe. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> I get to play it's against a, myself. It's an actor I've always <laughs> wanted to be on screen with. And see how we got so obsessed with that for some time. Yeah. Coming up with a thousand different characters that we thought was going to be in that final episode. And it turns out to be. And that's why it's Plo Koon is. And why they kept it, you know, even on the set when they're discussing it, because you never know who's listening it, until like, you close that set. Mark like Hamill's there. Said, he they said close it takes the one set. person. Yeah, they close the set. No. no one's allowed to see that he's here. You know, it's it's sort of like um, they even used a different lightsaber. Yeah, they talked about, uh, you know, with the mask singer, the fact that that person shows up to the studio in full costume uh-huh. because. All they need is one grip to figure out that Antonio Brown is the bunny or whatever and text it because that's human nature of like, I want to be the first person to ruin this. Yep. Um, That's the same thing here. And so, yeah, the the surprises are few and far between. And with a major motion picture with stuff like IMDb and with 96,000 websites that are dedicated to this, everyone wants to talk about it before it happens. That's the thing is the modern, modern fandom wants to talk about everything before it happens. Once it's done, we don't care. Yeah. They even said they sent the majority of the crew off to do the Simi shoot while they were doing this. So yeah. that they, way it shows that moment because the majority of the crew was said, yeah. literally do it. Just who had to be there was there. It wasn't, that was it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when they shot the scene for I am your father. 
They it was only need to know, and it was done at the very end. Yeah. Well, it's also because it was ADR. Yes. That was the, the brilliance of that is nobody knew except for Luke. Except Lucas, for Lu- they, uh, Irvin Kirshner pulled Mark Hamill aside right before, and, right before, and told them this is what the line is. Yeah. They had David. David Prowse didn't know. Nope. It's the story is David he Prowse says was something like something else. Yeah. He says, uh, "I killed your father" or something yes. like that. Yeah. Um, but the the old kind of urban myth is that David Prowse at the premiere, that's the first time he found out. Right. Mm. And he took like the program or whatever he had and he hit Hamill on the back of the head. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Why didn't I know that? I would have played that scene totally differently. My body language would have been a lot different. And so then you could do that in the eighties because you didn't have mm-hmm. the internet is the worst thing humanity has ever invented. Oh, it's like totally, totally dynamite in the internet. <laughs> It doesn't matter. What a wonderful, wonderful, it wonderful do good things. things but it's it can do so many good work. things, but it's mostly ruins movies. That's it. As soon as porn stopped being the majority of the reason they go to the internet. Oh, it's still the majority <laughs> of the reason. <laughs> That's not changing. Again, remember when Hawaii thought it was going to be nuked off the face of the planet? <laughs> yeah. And they looked and saw like the number one website in Hawaii for an hour was Pornhub. Yeah. <laughs> people like, got to get that one last jack off before we get nuked by North Korea. Yeah. And that's like the greatest social experiment, that guy going, hey, what if I press this button? (laughs) You are under imminent nuclear threat. What do you do? I can't get off this island in time. Where am I going? Might as well find out what Lucy Lawless or whatever. I can't even think of a porn name all of a sudden. Lucy Lawless? It was going to be Lucy Lucy. Are you just combining different Lucy's? Lucy 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 Lucy. There probably is a Lucy Lewis in porn. <laughs> you know, or someone just going like, what's T.T. Boy up to? Let's figure that out, you know? <laughs> hey, so you mentioned Doctor Strange. We got Doctor Strange's What If this week. What did you think of it? For It was good for most of it that I remember because I was falling asleep <laughs> in the middle of it. Mm. It was This Wednesday thing is killing me. <laughs> uh, I, th- I started watching that like at 1130 after like a really long day and I'm going, Oh man, this is not, I'm not, I've been lucky. I've been, I've been waiting basically until Saturdays to catch up on my shows. Now, what if it's, it's yeah, something that doesn't my shows, really, how old are you? My shows, his, because his stories, he's got to catch up on stories. stories. So it's, it, <laughs> it's been good. But the problem with that is now I'm watching like six, seven different shows at once. And then they kind of all just melt together. So I don't, I don't know. I, I know like Dr. Strange was the whole, like, Trying to save Rachel. I do like that someone someone tweeted like Rachel McAdams is still is so amazing that this is twice now that people are trying to like gone back in time to save her or whatever. It was. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was it was it was good because it was another one that doesn't necessarily really don't know where this is going. Right. Avengers one, uh, from the week before, I thought was really great because you have no idea where that's going. Mm-hmm. To me, like, how many people are they going to kill? What's the ramifications of it? Who's doing it? The Star Lord one again with T'Challa is it's such an a different premise that mm-hmm. everything in it is is it's not that single change. It's a single change that leads to a thousand other changes. Right. Nebula's life is different. Thanos's life is different. The Avengers' life would be different because Thanos never exists. You Peter know, Quill's life is Peter different. Peter Quill's yeah. Peter Quill's still a all your fault. Um, he shows how much of a of a complete loser Peter Quill is. Uh, but the Doctor Strange one is good. Um, I know some people have said that they felt like Benedict Cumberbatch was not really into it, and I always tell them, go watch him in a film. That's his voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It always sounds like he's not really interested. Yeah. You know? Um, 
Which then, is then funny. We get the ancient one for the first time again. Yep. Which I thought was interesting to continue to go forward with that character after all the controversy of that character. It is Tilda Swinton, which was fantastic. Yes. I was mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised by that. Um, but again, Marvel gets good people to do good stuff. It was good. I love the animation style in it, uh, in in that whole series, and it's been a lot of fun. And it's kind of, I enjoy What If because it isn't that weekly. Stay off the internet because it's going to get spoiled. What happens next? Everything's Mephisto. You know, it's just something to watch every week. <laughs> Have you seen that a, one too? Yeah. It's uh, a, it shows all the different ones and it says Mephisto, Mephisto. It's going to be Mephisto. And then it gets down to. You would be funny is if Marvel makes a what if. Yeah, what if it's if, Mephisto? <laughs> what if it was Mephisto? What if what if Agatha? It wasn't Agatha. It was Mephisto. What if it gets down to Strange and. It just, you know, it leaves it blank, and he looks out, and it's the look where he winks. And it's like, you know, oh, yeah. feast out. Um, so that's what I've liked. One of the things I liked with What If is it, you can just sit down and watch it for 30 minutes, 35 minutes, whatever it is, and that's it. Yeah. And you're, you're kind of out of it. Um, and to see kind of the changes that they make. It's, it's a, a short story. It's like it's yeah. just being able that to That was the first time story. that anyone interacted with the Watcher, too. Yes, because He's Strange the only one who is, could see him. Yeah, Strange is a cosmic force really i mean the sorcerer supreme is is a is a title is a universal title mm-hmm. like the nexus of all realities mm-hmm. or the fact that scarlet witch is is in every reality sort of thing it it is interesting to me in watching the the last few episodes and kind of gauging it with what we thought of when we saw the first episode with peggy carter and where it's like well it's just a retelling of captain america as peggy carter versus i said at the time now that's I think they just had to ease you into the concept it's yeah. with, with WandaVision. Remember the fact that we got the first two episodes in that first week, I think was because that first episode tells you nothing. Right. The second episode starts to get into the idea that something's wrong here. Mm-hmm. The same thing here is we're going to introduce the concept the simplest as possible. Steve gets hurt. Peggy jumps in, becomes a giant Amazonian goddess, kicking ass all over the place. The rest of the story, in the fact, the Iron Man armor is built 50 years earlier. Yeah. And by the other Stark. Yeah. But it's, it, you expect kind of what's there. You have fun with the idea that, you know, uh, uh, Bucky doesn't die or fall and lose his arm or whatever. But it's very simple, but it introduces you to that concept of one thing that changed. Because the next one is a very different change. Yeah. What if they picked up T'Challa <laughs> instead of Peter? This doesn't make any sense. Like, mm. how stupid are they? To pick up the wrong person, but once it happens, then they throw all of those curves to you. Right. You know, the Nebula, the Thanos, the 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 Jaiman Hunchu's character, just the beginning of it, of that idea that Star Lord is known throughout the galaxy. And Taserface awesome. got more of a role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. James Gunn's gotta find something for his brother to do, right? That one's not his brother. No. 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 Who's his brother? His brother's in it, isn't it? Isn't yeah. Sean Gunn's character in there? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's the, kind of the kind of the dorky one. Looking he's one. the one. He, he's the idiot one that picks up the wrong yeah. kid. Well, there was an energy source that was very you know. Yeah, because the vibranium or, you know. screws it up. There's something I read on online that for the first Guardians movie, James Gunn's parents are in one of the scenes and they're like taking a picture with a cell phone or something like that, and well, they're, they're credited yeah. as weird a weird old guy and weird old guy's <laughs> mistress. <laughs> 
So, well, that's what. Um, it's gotta, yeah, it's that, be that's on how the, that's how Stanley's credited in it. Yeah, creepy old man. Creepy old man is Stanley. His how parents, accurate they were. His parents were weird old man and weird yeah. old man's mistress. That's so I was like, that's that's funny. Well, like in uh, the the rats in Suicide Squad are in the are in the credits, mm-hmm. and one yeah. of them is Crispy Rat. <laughs> crispy Rat. Yeah, that uh, was fantastic. I remember what the other one was? Did you watch Suicide Squad yet? Either? Not yet. No. I haven't seen that one yet. It's the best Marvel film DC's made. No. <laughs> totally. It's like everybody, everybody say that. That's why I knew Doug wouldn't like it. <laughs> it's too Marvel for him. Every, that, and that's why DC did not want to do films like Marvel. They wanted them darker and you know grittier and have a completely different And they're time. awful. <laughs> they're yeah, but you see fun. with Suicide Squad how well that's been received. I mean, then you think maybe we should change a little bit. There is... Uh, there's a general sensibility from from reviewers that it's good, but I think in the DC community it's actually not received very well no. because it's too much like yeah. you know, it's not Zack Snyder does the Suicide Squad. But, but again, I want I, I challenge any of those people to say, Did you like the first one? Because the first one is god awful. Mm. Objectifiably an awful, awful film. But because the dark, gritty Nolan films worked. They were like, let's take that style. I but think the Nolan films are even that dark and gritty to some degree. But um, let's let's take that and and. We're but going then you make a movie to, like Shazam or Aquaman that really doesn't have that. It just right. seems to still fit. I think big part of it is the fact that James Gunn did a Marvel film. Sure, and it, like literally did Marvel films, and then came over and did a film like a Marvel <laughs> right. film for them. You know, it'd be like if, if Zack Snyder did Eternals. Yeah, you're like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, right? God. It's six and a half hours long. It requires two tickets, and you have to visit on two different days in order to watch the film. It's the Harry and Potter Cursed Child and then show. It, and then a year later, he's going to have his Snyder Cut, which will yeah, be ten, 10 hours. Ten hours. Oh, God. Hey, uh, the Eternals Arrival at Earth is two and a half hours long of a slow-mo shot. That's my problem with Shang-Chi. So much slow-mo. Oh, totally. But God. They, they just, tried to do it in a lot. They tried to take a lot of different... Uh, Martial art film styles and put it it's together. Crouching, I love this. Crouching they, Tiger. They said it was a Crouching Chi hidden kaiju. <laughs> I that, that, that kind of fits, and that's part of it. Is is it is a different film than than what you would get from a Shang Chi comic book, which is very urban, very mm-hmm. street crime type deal with a little bit of Asian mysticism in it, but nothing crazy. Right. It would have fit better with the. It's a uh, Bruce Lee film. Yeah, it's a Bruce Lee film. Right. You know, here you have. Really, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Mm-hmm. The idea of this mystical world and these magical powers that some of these guys have and the way and all that the they're Pokemon fighting characters. And the Pokemon stuff. Pokemon, Crouching When they first get into the realm, I just wanted to, you know, I figured a Pokeball would come out and they'd start That catching. would be funny if he'd just, <laughs> just driving through. All of a sudden, the theme song for Pokemon <laughs> is just playing. Pokemon, <laughs> They go right through the portal. You see Ash Gotta running. catch them all. Pokemon. No, no, little winged creature. You need to live in this ball for the rest of your life. <laughs> Come this on. This is very effective. Monty just, was great. You just stop and you're like, excuse me, kid. Yeah, what's up? Where are your parents? Monty was Who great. Who lets you run around as a nine-year-old throwing it's plastic Maurice. balls? And- Maurice, wasn't it? Morris. Mar- it's Morris. Morris. Morris? Yeah. His name is Morris. That's Morris. Yeah. Yeah. No face, Morris. Morris. <laughs> We're gonna design this character. It's gonna look like an ottoman with wings and have no face. The first thing I thought of when I saw that was um from Beauty and the Beast, the Ottoman. Yeah. That was the dog. <laughs> I was like, that's him. 
But hey, now you have a reason to buy all those uh, aqua, aqua the Katie aqua. figures that are on uh, clearance at Target because he, she comes with Maurice, I think. Does she? I think so. She comes with some creature in it. I don't. I don't remember if it's. Maurice. I don't think so because no? I thought they kept that a secret. Did they? Unless they have a second release. There's for some creature first. that she's packaged with. I don't remember what it is, but huh. but also to say that figure is not accurate at all to the costume no. that's in the th- in the Wrong. movie now. <laughs> now that I see it. So the uh, Avengers uh, Campus uh, introduced Shang Chi and yeah. uh, the Death Killer, the Death uh, Dealer this week. Yeah. I saw that, and I saw someone posted a video about that. Yeah, but he's—it's funny—is he's basically in his San Francisco street clothes. Yeah, he's got the varsity <laughs> jacket on, and that's it. So he could be walking around next to you, and you'd never know, right? That's that's probably like Disney. Oh, his costume's not ready yet. What do we do? I'll just give him a varsity jacket, <laughs> throw him out there. Yes. Okay. So, um, anything else? No. Holy uh, crap! I think she does. How did I never notice that? Does she come with Maurice? I think so. There's some it sort look, of wing thing up yeah, here. Yeah, it looks like that's something there. That's a terrible there. picture of it. So. Oh, that's, like a, that's like a third person picture. Maybe it's still listed on Hasbro's Pulse. Oh, no. It was a Target exclusive. So check Target. Oh. That's why it doesn't have it on Amazon. Did you see the Flash is going to uh, uh, have a, uh, they're going to do the crossover at the very beginning of the season? I heard something about it. I haven't I haven't watched an episode of The Flash since since the last like, time they did a crossover. Yeah, <laughs> since uh, so yeah. they last season they introduced they brought back his daughter, and then they brought his son into it. So from the future, man, Barry Allen gets around a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, him, they get busy a lot. No, um, it, it's it's that whole verse is starting to fall apart, but it's still kind starting. Of, None of that has been good for like five years. Yeah. Uh, Crisis was pretty good. None of that universe has been good for five <laughs> years. I mean, it's been, it's awful. All right. Anybody else say anything? Yeah, there's nothing. No. Sucks. Nothing? Chris? I anything? Never anything. Anything new in comics? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to wrap things up. That doesn't like, it doesn't no. look like them at all. No, no? it doesn't. Well, this, like the, the, this, thing, uh, this thing's terrible. Protector, dragon, super dragon, water dragon. Super dragon. Crop fing thing. I know. Could be. No. You just, you just call it the the uh, protector. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it does come with it. I'll be damned. All right, so check us out on Facebook. How did I miss that? Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Insta- uh, Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris I guess that Ethan. costume works. I mean, she's in that red dress. I'm already saying we'll talk to you next time. <laughs> Hey, you want us to keep talking? What do you want? Yeah,